Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Let's start with the food and grocery sector. Sainsbury's is offering Nectar cardholders discounts of up to 50% on 300 products in-store and online, rivaling Tesco's club card. Members can get lower prices on items by scanning their card in-store or linking their account online. Marks and Spencer is also extending its price lock campaign until the summer, and Tesco is urging suppliers to reduce prices in response to easing inflationary pressures, aiming to lower costs for shoppers on select products. In partnerships news, Waitrose will open dedicated Gales Bakery areas in 64 stores across the south and east of England by May, following a successful trial at three stores last year. The retailer will double the range of Gales baked goods at its stores as well as adding new product lines. Sainsbury's plans to transfer 3,000 logistic roles to three dedicated transport, food and general merchandise partner organisations by the end of 2024. Winkenton will take on transport operations, GXO will oversee fresh and frozen food at certain warehouse, while DHL will handle warehouse operations for Argos, Habitat and Two Clothing, as well as warehousing and transport for general merchandise home delivery. Moving on to results. Tesco recorded a 6.1% fall in adjusted retail operating profit to £2.49 billion in the year to February, compared with £2.65 billion in the previous year amid unprecedented levels of inflation. However, group sales increased 5.3% year-on-year to £57.6 billion, up from £54.7 billion. In clothing and footwear news, Foot Asylum plans to expand its UK presence with new and upsized stores. A 6,000-square-foot store is planned for Atria Watford Shopping Centre, bringing the total store count to 60. Inditex's sale of its Zara business in Russia to UA-based Dar Group was approved by the Russian government, including the company's 245 Zara stores and trading platforms. Marks & Spencer added size-inclusive brand Live Unlimited London to its third-party online brands platform on M&S.com. Freeman's introduced its Everyday Value program to aid budget-conscious families, offering a selection of over 3,000 basic home and fashion products at affordable prices. Sports Direct also partnered with automated parcel machine service provider InPost to allow shoppers to return items by scanning a QR code and leaving the items at an InPost locker. In terms of results, SOS and R recorded a 72% increase in sales to £21 million in the first half of its financial year, with growth evenly split between the retailer's own website and partner companies. The retailer further reported a profit of at least £1.6 million in the year to 31 March, up from a loss of £600,000 in the previous year. In the health and beauty sector, THG is set to enter a 10-year strategic partnership with beauty e-commerce retailer Maximo Group, which owns sites including allbeauty.com and fragrancedirect.co.uk. In other health and beauty news, Boots has launched a new skincare range called Future Renew, which was developed following 15 years of research and will be available at Boots stores from the 12th of April. 
Moving on to the electrical sector, Marx Electrical reported a 21.5% increase in full-year revenue to a record £97.8 million, sales increased 20% to £24.8 million in the four months to 31 March, with the retailer recording an exit growth rate of 21.2% year-on-year in the final month. Sales of A-rated energy-efficient washing machines and tumble dryers were particularly strong. Finally, in department stores, THG has announced that 180 jobs are at risk of being cut due to the closure of the group's on-demand division. The company is reportedly also shutting down online road cycling specialist retailer ProBike Kit, which it acquired in 2013. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from retail economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us, and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.